Tony for mayor. Who's in charge on that guy? Loitering in a drug-free zone. Failure to yield, failure to obey. What's any of that to in court? Doesn't go to court. Pulls them off the street till they see the court commissioner in the morning, then they drop the charges. Or if they ASA cuts him loose from the jail side, then maybe he's indoors till early morning. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. That's what they want. Like the LT says, if we clear the corners, they'll stop shooting each other. If they stop shooting each other, the murder rate goes down. And if the murder rate goes down, the mayor gets to be the governor. So all this is about the mayor. Catch me in the crisp blue six. Deep dish doors is crisp. Velour stop at the wrist. Watches involved. Talk to me, trick daddy. I like morning. It's morning. Hi, friends. Oh, well, maybe by the time they're listening to this, it'll be morning six. It could be. You know? It could we, be. We drop early out in these streets. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do. You know, got to put the dope on the street early, man, for the cops for the, for the cops to get up to you. You know what I'm saying? You're such an old man. Huh? You're such an old man. Maybe. Maybe. I'll take that. Grams of Snow Podcast. Man, your favorite mafia, drug dealer, street gang. All things Rico-related, political science, crooked, crooked cop, uh, and uh, I don't know, man, addiction, teenage addiction podcast, man. All the that po- shit. The shows we like, bro. The shows we like, man. We break them down into grams, uh, from bricks to grams, man, hence the word, hence the name Grams of Snow. Ta-da. And we are covering We Own This City on HBO Max. This is episode two. Of the limited six-episode six series that HBO is doing. Mm-hmm. This is part two. We're here for it, Six. We're here. Yeah. How are you today? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah. The eclipse and Mercury retrograde and the next eclipse all beat my ass. Okay. Mercury and retro Jays got it. Well, not yet. It's in the shadow. She's in line to get her Jays right now. Got it. I don't even know what none of that retrograde shit mean for real. I'm going to be okay. honest. Okay. I didn't know about it till Twitter. I don't think nobody knew about it till Twitter. That's a lot not of true. Shit, a lot of shit in the world niggas ain't know about till Twitter, to be honest. That could be a good and a bad thing. Um, it's a weird thing because everybody on my timeline is an expert about something that they're really not an expert in. Oh, yeah. That's just what, that's the consequence of people being able to talk to people they shouldn't be able to talk to. Yeah, but like niggas having Google and shit, like niggas get these instant degrees <laughs> by Googling something, then all of a sudden they're expert. They way more of an expert than somebody who got a doctorate in it now. Yeah, I it's think, you know, having thing. the information and being able to learn is one thing. It's another when you think that, like you said, you're an expert because you read it once. Yeah, it's it's the wildest thing. But, no, but the witch bitches existed before Twitter. Yeah. So. Okay. She was, ne- she was never in my DMs. You didn't have DMs before <laughs> Twitter, so. My, I'm talking about the proverbial DM6. Okay. I wasn't aware of her until Twitter. Oh. So maybe that's a me thing. Maybe. You know, my mom ain't running around with crystals and all this other stuff growing oh, up. Oh, see, that's why I hear. My mom had two jobs. She ain't had time to run around with crystals, man. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> these motherfuckers around here talk about this, talk about that, man. They need a second job, man. That's what I think. That's what it that's is. That's dismissive. I know. I'm just, I'm being, I'm being stupid, Six. Sheesh. I don't, I don't truly believe that. I don't truly believe that. I don't believe that, but keep going. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, no, 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 for real. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just poking fun. You know, uh, it, it's a, I think it's a privilege to not have to work two jobs. And I think that you are, and I want to be careful about saying this because Uh-oh. I don't want to slam anybody who is working two jobs. I mean, I got three, so. Okay, there you go. You know what I'm saying? If you can, if you can get everything you need out of one job, that's some fly shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's some fly shit. So I, I, I wouldn't talk down on anybody. I mean, I'm greedy, has. so that's why I got three jobs. 
Well, or ambitious. You know what I mean? Yes, I like that ambitious. better. Yeah. I like that better. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you know. You know, you could do whatever the fuck you want when I you like got multiple art, jobs. Well, there you go, man. <laughs> so you got a habit that you need to feed. Yeah. So there, you, there you go, man. I could you be know, robbing people on the street, right? I could be like fucking G money. That's kind of that's kind of the theme of this whole second episode. Is like instead of getting a second job, niggas is getting it out. Yeah. They getting it out drug dealers behinds. And it's kind of weird because who gets upset at, who, at the person who brings crabs to the function? That's the hero. I mean, they were small crabs in Maryland, man. Nigga, but still, the person who brings that's some white folk shit because you bring steam crabs of any size to any function. Yeah, where well, niggas at? We excited. We happy to see you. Man, the ball was like 10 hours late. You are not from Philadelphia. I mean, I, I'm I'm from where the fuck I want to be from. That's the go. bottom line. Here you go. I know. The internet has leveled the playing field. No, it has not. <laughs> I could be on. a man then right now if I wanted to. Please don't try. Please introduce <laughs> us. I already introduced the Grams of Snow podcast, but I didn't introduce us individually. Correct. The jokes are you here on the mic, which is me today. Pretty decent mood today, even though it hailed a little bit earlier. It was nice. I like thunderstorms. A little hailing. I wish we. I wish it had kept the temperature and left all the humidity. <laughs> the you know the pre-humidity, but yeah, it's me, man. Your main host, the uh, the A Mike. In all series, we do. I'm tired you of know? your shit, Young Treasy, aka Bank Serpico. <sighs> I don't even know what that's referencing. Frank Serpico, the guy. Okay. You never seen Serpico with uh, Al Pacino? He was work. He was he was the, the cop who outed all the dirty cops in New York back in the seventies. Gotcha. Yeah, bank, Frank Serpico. But you know, bank. You talk about me. You gotta talk about bank Serpico. Oh, brother. Not that that. Not that that holds any real relevance. I'm not the bank. But anyway, my nagging ass co-host. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Get your attention. Young six. Matter trash. AKA Carolyn from Maryland. Carolyn from Maryland. Yeah, she lady heroin, dog. Like it. Yeah. I'm a fan. That's that's a Nas reference for I could tell you don't know Nas's discography. N-A-H-S. Nas. Yeah, exactly. Nas, you don't. Nas. Yeah, yeah. That's from Small Worlds. Go back and listen to it on the I Am. No. The I Am album. No. Um man. I, again, I know you have your notes, so. Yeah, not a lot today. Not a lot. You know, I realize. This isn't going to be a long one. I don't think it needs to be. No. no. I don't think it needs to be. You you know what kind of throws this off? And and part of me wishes I would have knew this before we started this. What throws this off is that this is a real story. Okay. I didn't I didn't necessarily know that until we started potting. I didn't know, know that either. Well, you know, the, well, I knew it was. It's a book, right? You explained it, it right? A book. Right, and and I learned that after I watched episode one last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do much research. I just, I just, I saw Crooked Cops, Baltimore, People from the Wire. I'm in, and that's it. That's yeah. all. And I saw John Barenthal, and that's all I needed to see. Um, but uh, yeah, that what kind of hurts this story six is that it's a true story. So there's not really much to. Opine on. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just got to deal with the facts, which is cool, but it's just so much more fun. Cocaine cowboy syndrome. Yeah. 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 But we we, we still found ways to talk about cocaine cowboys. Fucking and, Marilyn and, Bonacher. Yeah. And we're crafty enough to figure out things. Because I got a few things that I want to talk about that happened in this episode that I feel like are worthy of conversations. Um, Starting with the fact... Well, let's do a quick weigh in on this episode. You know, th- I know this is Graham's Snow Light. We don't do the whole way. I was like, we don't normally weigh in well, this. Show, so. 
Kind of, sort of, kind of. Just so we know where we stand. Where'd you stand with this episode? I mean, it was, it was okay. It was okay? Yeah, like it wasn't... What, half a brick? Yeah. Really? What? I don't know. Like, the first one was so good. Mm-hmm. This was like, eh, okay. Like Do you, you feel like it was just more of the same? Yeah. Okay. It's like, oh, cops are bad. No shit, Sherlock. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Okay. Um, the story didn't go any further to me. Okay. I feel like we had good, needed backstory. Yeah. Um, I'm not, so it's not a complaint, but it's just a, it's below the first one. And if I'm calling the first one a brick, I can't call this one a brick. Mm. Okay. The logic tracks. Yeah. Um, I, I, I put it closer towards three-fourths of a brick. You know what I'm saying? Between three-fourths and a full brick. I, I agree with you. The story didn't really go much further. Uh, but I, I feel like they took a good angle with this episode. Um, the angle being kind of showing us where the problem really starts when it comes to the police. Mm-hmm. And showing the cycle. Yeah, it's showing the cycle. And I'm going to be honest, that's something I never truly considered. That like, you know, that... That all cops are bad. <laughs> no, no, because I still don't. I'm still not with you on that train, but I respect your I respect your perspective on it. Um, no, because clearly, I mean, there was there was examples of good cops in here that that are were speaking. Right. They've taken lesser jobs now because they spoke out about things and that, you know, so, you know, you got to give credit to those type of police and people like Frank Serpico. You know what I'm saying? Like people that actually stood up against their department and, and got reprimanded for it. You know, I think there was attempts on Frank Serpico's life, you know what I'm saying, for speaking out against the department that he was working with. So, um, okay. but so, yeah, so, uh, you know, but we don't have to go to episode one if you want to hear all ca- all cops are bad uh, discussion from six. Yeah. It'll probably come up here too, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's something I never truly considered that like, uh, not in a real way, maybe in a training day sort of way, mm-hmm. but, you know, but not in a real way that like. Watching the radicalization of them. Yeah. They radicalize each other. It has nothing to do with anything outside of them. Mm. Mm. Okay. You sit down. The first thing you hear is fuck all that, you know, cultural sensitivity training you got. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that too. That's Baltimore. Like that's. All right. They felt like they pulled homie right off the streets. And put a cop uniform on him. Yeah, yeah. The white boy? <laughs> yeah, he felt very authentic. He sounded like a black person. I was thrown off at first. He he sounded, he felt very authentic to what I what a character like that would be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Somebody who is really, truly not that far removed from the streets. You know, he just, he doing this because it was a job. It was a job opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He don't seem like he grew up and was passionate about doing police work. It's a job. Right. And I guess like that's a thing for some people and that's not always a bad thing. But Mm -hmm. I just think what's interesting that they showed, like I said, the radicalization of each other and how that is a very centric thing that doesn't, it's not because they had a bad experience on the street, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's people tell you that story like, oh, well, they're fighting for their lives every day and, you know, they have a bad experience over and over again. Yeah. I acknowledge that that probably can happen in some places. Um, Yeah to someone who may have been well-meaning and steps into an environment that was created before they got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also hear them say when he sat down, hey, new kid, before we get out here, mm-hmm. be an asshole, just so you know, right? Like, And then you hear, well, what do you say? Uh, there is no dictatorship stronger than a beat cop. Right. I, like, I, I heard, yeah. I mean, that's and that's obviously, 
you know, that's that's the thinking. truth because you don't know what's gonna happen. That's the truth. You know, I mean, you know, where I found myself saying six in this episode, dealing with you know when when the, dealing with those moments with like Wayne Jenkins and I think the dude's name was uh, Eddie Barber, um, the, the one other, who was training him. Yeah. Okay. The the, the the bigger white guy. Right. 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 Um, the logic made a lot of sense when it came to them, like, uh, uh, getting people off the streets. Right. Excuse I'm not. Me? All right. So you gotta, you gotta grow up as an adult and, and understand it just because something makes sense. Doesn't mean that it's right. So I said that something made sense by the way. So you that know. was rude. No, 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 it wasn't because, because people you don't see you your face. You have to grow up as an adult. Yeah, absolutely. Because you have, sometimes you have a tendency to like. To think to, that you saying that something makes sense when it doesn't make sense is strange. Uh, well, yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But it, okay. Go, that's why I said, excuse me. So you could explain your logic. It doesn't make sense to okay. me. Okay. So, all right. So them saying getting people off the streets will the theory is, is that it should result in this person not being shot and them not shooting somebody. Does that make sense to you? No. Okay. Explain to me how that doesn't make sense to you. That theory is stupid and it's nonsensical. That's not how shootings work. <laughs> okay. How, how do that shootings doesn't make, work? If someone wants to shoot someone, they go shoot them. Okay. And if it doesn't happen in front of you, it doesn't happen in front of you. So scare, quote unquote, scaring people or arresting them, mm -hmm. prolonging something, sure. You're not fixing a problem. Okay. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't keep you from being shot, clearly, because their murder rates didn't go down. So that's why it doesn't make sense. Um, okay. All right. So you're talking about from does it actually work makes sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Then, so there's multiple branches of making sense. So I get what you're I, I get what you're what you're coming at now is that you feel like that that doesn't make sense to the overall structure of how to keep crime down. I, I think I think I think the I think logically it does make sense. Um, does it stop crime? No, I, I agree with you there. I think um, if somebody wants somebody dead, they're going to find them dead. However, we do hear about things like. Uh, we do hear about things like, you know, stray bullets, people getting hit by stray bullets, you know, children being dead, you know, from stray bullets, things like that. So it's just it's just hard to say, man. It's just hard to say. Bottom line is I, I understood the logic. I didn't I don't necessarily agree with it. But again, that is this show is kind of doing something for me personally, where it's just bringing in different sides of like how certain people think and introducing things that I've never heard of. And maybe I'm just slow in that way. Maybe you've heard of some of these things. And so none of it is a shock to you, but it's a shock to me because I haven't heard this much perspective on what cops may think. So my apologies for shutting you down, Six. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you were done with your point. Yeah, I'm done with my point. Oh, no, I guess to your point, these are conversations that I have regularly. This isn't my first time saying in front of people, yeah, all cops are bad to me. Mm. I, I have this, and that's an informed decision. That's not something I just pull out of my ass. So, like, I have these conversations and I hear of these quote unquote logics that simply, they're nonsensical. Mm -hmm. They're nonsensical if you're, if they're going to lie and say, my intention is to stop crime, then your logic is nonsensical. But if you're going to tell me the truth, then sure, it makes sense. Right. But when you decide to lie and say, oh, it's about keeping... No, it's not. But those two things can't exist together. So like you said, these aren't new concepts to me. Yeah. They're things that I've processed and talked through already. Well, 
They, so I, what I gather from that is that like it's not that it's not that this is the cop's choice that this is what they want to do. These orders come from up high. You chose to be a cop, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they chose to be a cop. We're like that again goes back into when I say all cops are bad. I'm not talking about the person inside of the uniform. All cops are bad because the job that you have to do, you cannot do appropriately or effectively. Mm-hmm. 98% of the time. That doesn't mean they're all bad people. Yes, there are bad people who also choose to have a bad job. But when I'm saying all cops are bad, again, I'm not saying every person who puts on a uniform and chooses to be a police officer is a bad person. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the job is not set up for them to win. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, well, I'm, that's my logic. Like, just, that's how I track that. So it's not me saying that everyone chooses to be a cop piece of shit. I'm not one of those people. Like, right. that. that's not my logic. It's your job isn't effective as it stands currently. Mm. You are being asked to do things that you're not being trained to do. You're being asked to work through things that you are not equipped to, tr- to work through. Mm-hmm. And so you're bad at it. By well, probably by no fault of your own, but sure. you're not good at this. Well, then, then by that logic, then you almost got to say all humans are bad. Then. No. Yeah, we're. I think we're all inherently, well, all Americans, I'll say that. We're all in a capitalistic society that we're not really equipped to handle. We all we we all come into these situations that we're not equipped to handle. Like, uh, like I mean that would that would be that that's would not, be that's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same because what? Because you don't choose to be a human being, or what, what's not the same about it? Yeah, actually, it's not a conscious choice. Okay. One day your dad missed his stroke number, and now you're here. Right. <laughs> well, I would say that capitalism is probably probably part of the problem. Like people, some okay, we just talked about the big white dude. Clearly, he clearly didn't, and I could be wrong, they didn't give him enough backstory. He doesn't look like somebody who got into being a cop to to do anything other than to make money. So that's a function of capitalism, right? So like if capitalism didn't, didn't exist, then nobody would sign up for these jobs unless you're just a stark patriot or oh, one of those God country people. I think people. that the, the job probably would be different without capitalism because police exist to protect things. So. Right. So so all capitalism is bad then. I think it's a very nuanced conversation that I'm not having with you again. We tried that before, did not end well. <laughs> you already pissed me off once, we're not doing it twice. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I think for me, I just be trying to understand your lot because it feel it just doesn't feel consistent. That's all. For okay. Me. For me it doesn't. But but I get it and that's and that's how you feel. And and you know, and I think at the I think at the core of it, you know, the more you explain it, the more I understand. What you know, the more I understand your perspective, and it's like, yeah, no, I I get it. the The structure itself is just the structure itself is flimsy, and and a bunch of motherfuckers like are beholden to it. And as you can see, it's 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 top, it's trickle down politics, right? Like the mayor wants to be the governor, so he wants crime rate down, and you have to get crafty about how to get crime rate down that's how we got hamsterdam in in the wire mm-hmm. you know this is that's how we get stop and frisk you know or whatever the case may be in new york and or in situations like this i don't know what their the direct policy is called but basically just get people off the streets they kept calling it a the the charge was loitering at a drug-free zone right like, very vague like, very vague i was walking home people would be smoking crack outside so i gotta go to jail like, very vague and we saw that with the with the young brother samuels the light-skinned brother yeah. that, that 
was coming home from work. You know, and just carrying a pocket knife because he lives in a high crime crime area. So now this makes him a suspect and he gets beat over his face with it. So it definitely is it's a thousand percent a flawed concept. Um so does politics politics just shouldn't have this much fucking control over police. Police wouldn't exist there. Without politics? They exist to protect things. Things are at the behest of politicians. Hmm. Things are at the behest of politicians. Okay. Like we know, like you just said, the mayor wants to be the governor. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're burning down a Rite Aid, that looks horrible. (laughs) You want to run for something else. Right. So we protect the Rite Aid, not the the reason the people are burning it down, right? Like, Mm -hmm. there's... They're not separate. They're just diff- it's a different branch mm. of politics. How do we fix this shit? Again, I'm not having that conversation on, up here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. You're smart for that one. You're smart for you? that one. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Jenkins is in, he's in complete denial about what the fuck is happening, clearly. He still thinks that he has his name carries that much weight that he, he he's really, above a federal investigation. Right. Like, sir, ain't no being quiet no more. Yeah. Like the feds are here. Mm-hmm. They show up when they know, like right. saying the feds don't have anything is crazy. Yeah. If the feds had nothing, they'd wait until they had more. Like it doesn't. That's a fact. The feds will watch you kill a hundred people <laughs> until they can catch you on a hundred and first. That's a fact. Like, um, however, Somebody on the on the other end of the spectrum than than Jenkins, because he clear you know clearly he's trying to hold on as long as he can. Listen, this fucking Rayum dude, bro. Jamel sang like fucking lizard. Just uh. see, it's, it's beautiful songs. It's niggas like that to me that be like that almost be neck and neck with like the bad cops in terms of like just people. He's like a bad that. cop, and, right? But like he's like worse than a. I don't know, like. I guess what I'm talking about is like a snitch of that magnitude of somebody who just episode one, we saw him like reaping the spoils of being a bad cop. Mm-hmm. Now, episode two, you acting like you didn't want any association with what was going on. That's, you, he thought that? You thought he was acting as if he didn't want to be associated? Um, well, well, he no. almost sounded proud. He was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. He didn't shirk away from me. He just knew he was caught and he wanted to get out. He wanted to go home. Interesting. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Right, right. Where, where do you stand with snitches like that? I mean, that's snitching. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't, ain't really levels of it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm a civilian. What the fuck do I know about snitching? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you knew what you were doing. Mm-hmm. You started singing. You want to go home. Like, I I think it's crazy. I'm well, no, I don't think it's crazy. I get it, but you snitch. Mm-hmm. I'm a label. You labeled that, you right? Labeled like, that, right. does it even matter at a certain level? Because it seemed like it don't. Because I'm with you. I'm a civilian. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, I don't care about cops snitching on each other. From being honest, like I'm kind of apathetic about it. Like, okay, a cop snitch on a cop. Right. <laughs> like, right. Everybody was. Everybody wrong. Like, well, that's true. I agree with you there. Um, but yeah, he was just way too like sassy with it. Almost, just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, like just how. Like, oh, how you deep thought Allers was good because he's deep. Uh, yeah, fully like, yourself. I don't really understand that. I don't really understand that. But I guess you got to be a certain type of nigga to do what they do anyway. Right, and I'm sure again, it's about how good can his deal be. Mm-hmm. 
How how soon can he go home? How much time can he get off? Mm-hmm. What perks can he get out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, and being honest about that probably ups the chance of a lot of that. Mm. So if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Right? Don't half-ass it. That's that's a fact. Don't go down like camera. You ain't telling no niggas from Harlem, but you got them D.C. niggas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... That was... Uh, if Alpo really said that, <laughs> that nigga's off the chain. Damn. <laughs> he off the chain if he really said that. Damn. But anyhow. Um, all right. So, yeah, Wayne Jenkins, uh, you know... They tried to give us a little backstory to make the man make us feel bad for the man. Forty six dollars he spent on some crabs. It seemed <laughs> it seemed like his life savings. You know what I'm saying? So I so I guess I don't know. He's if embarrassed. Were, I don't know. For, so from a creator standpoint, I don't know if you're giving us that to make us understand why he did it. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't look at like. I think that's why. I think for me, what I got was him being around all the cops who were doing all the fuck shit, and him. Being hesitant mm-hmm. at first, not enough to not do it, but hesitant. Um, and then being around his friends who are buying steak and lobster and expensive cognacs. I guess Hennessy was expensive cognac in 2003. Right. Um, it was. And, you know, them shunning his crabs or whatever. And then right after that, you hear about how overtime works <laughs> and how to get more of it and what they're willing to pay for. Yeah. And you see his willingness to do it and how he becomes the aggressor. Yeah. Um in service of getting more money. Mm-hmm. Life ain't inexpensive. I understand that. Yeah. The, uh, the, so the overtime bit, you know, obviously that's that's an obvious way to get money. The second one about over, like, like over docketing, like, you know, like overflowing the court docket. So basically, uh, you you know, you do, you're double dipping in the, in the court system mm-hmm. for the job. I never heard of that one. That's, that, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> you know, that's a pretty interesting crafty way to sort of like pad the timesheet um but it makes complete sense when they start talking about you know when you think about like when you hear things like yo there's a quota for tickets mm-hmm. right it, it, you know that now it starts to make more sense with that because i always thought like uh oh what do they get commission off of this like is it commission for these tickets like i don't understand the correlation of you know right writing tickets it's but, that paper they can go back to the station and spend hours doing paperwork. Yeah. And they do get overtime for their admin. Yeah. A beat cop does. You know what I mean? Like they said here that the sergeants don't. Right. But that was interesting too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which explains a lot of their own corruption. Mm-hmm. It, it, it definitely it for me, that paints the picture of where it really comes from. You know, like almost I know it's I know it's not this clean, but almost like that's where it really starts. The bullshit is from the sergeant level down. A fish right at the head. Uh, yeah. But but the thing is, that's not the... See, that's the thing. That's not the head. It's like... The, the police fucking... commissioner are just as trash as everybody else. Like, it's not... Be, and uh, It starts with the mayor. It starts at mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to make me look good. Damn my citizens. Right. Fish right at the head. The, do the citizens... Are the citizens to blame for that? Because politics is a is a democrat is a you know is a democracy based mm. game. So I mean, they would say to some degree, yeah. So they would say right, right. I mean, clearly, things like electoral college when you start talking on the no the federal and, level, and I right, I think it depends on what level, right? Because there are certain places where you can vote all you like, but you're going to choose from this, so it doesn't really matter that part. Um, 
But I think the closer we get to local, mm-hmm. maybe there's more conversation about y'all really got this person in here, though. Mm-hmm. So maybe with the mayor, I don't know if in a place like Baltimore, I'm willing to say that mm-hmm. only because there are certain places where, you know, the mayor is God. Um, right. And I feel like Baltimore is probably one of those places mm-hmm. where the mayor is just as, if not more important than the governor. Yeah, I, I would imagine when you yeah when you start talking about those bigger cities like yeah. that, the, the cities that are like like why do I know who the mayor of New York is right <laughs> right and and it that that makes sense from a budgetary standpoint because the the budget from your state comes from your citizens right. and most of your citizens live in these particular areas so their leadership is important yeah, we, yeah. their their income is important they they're your top earners which gives. <laughs> politicians in higher places mm-hmm. a more vested interest in them yeah. and a more vested interest in installing who they want there yeah. so i think in some places absolutely you know citizens like yo why would you vote for this like were you listening did you know what's going on like yeah there's a certain weight to carry but i don't know if in this instance i'm jumping to say that mm-hmm. and again that could have started from way back i don't know a lot about the history of baltimore mm-hmm. so it could be a thing where Niggas fucked up one time, and then it just opened the door for some more fuck shit, because that happens too. Yeah. Um, but as it, as what we're watching, I'm not blaming them. How's yeah. that? No, no, I get it. I get it. It, it is, it is kind of hard because history goes into it. When you look at a city like Baltimore, Baltimore has harbors, it has ports, right? You know, so like they worth some. Those, yeah, those cities get a little different. Mm-hmm. Like you got to speak to them cities a little different because this is where a lot of the commodities come into. Right. They know? control things. Uh, they, if Baltimore decided to riot and do too much, yeah. a lot can change. Uh, a lot can change. You got to listen when Baltimore talk, which is why you need somebody who know how to shut Baltimore up. Yeah. And 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 that and that's what I think changes the playing field is like how much does your city bring to the ecosystem of America? Mm-hmm. You know, how much is it responsible for when it comes to America? Um Cause, cause to me, I just don't under, like. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not in the politics that heavy to where I understand like how do you shut the faucet off on situations like this? Because it, it feels like it just feels like it feels like it's a lot easier of an answer than is than is being presented to us. But then it's clearly not. So either it's it's working in service of someone. Or it's gone too far to reel back in. Like I, like I just don't. When it comes to cities like Baltimore, I just don't understand. I don't understand completely how it gets. To, and, and we're singling out Baltimore because we're talking about we own this city. But this, this is every fucking you know big city America. I just don't understand how it gets that crazy, and and then how the citizens get the blame for it. You know what I'm saying? Because like the citizens, if we're talking about trickle down politics, they're the last ones at the trough. Mm-hmm. So clearly anything that the citizens are doing is in reaction to what they're being given. You know, if 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 it happens with the police, you know, like their instructions and the way that they operate and make money. And these are the people that you're holding, you know, guard over the community and you're not giving them enough to survive. Then imagine that the people that they are guarding, right? Like, so it just becomes like, I don't, it's not even rocket science. It's just not rocket science. So, mm-hmm. like, what, so I, it just makes me say, is it, you know, like, is it, is it another play here, right? Baltimore is a lot of waterfront property. 
So is it that you're trying to get shit to fuck up so that way you can sort of take it back from the people? That's kind of what's happening in Norfolk, right? Mm -hmm. That that happened in Newport News. It's like you let these cities go to shit for a long time to drive down the property value. And then all of a sudden there's mass development. You let the city eat itself and you let the people who live there start to blame each other. Yeah. You you let them turn on each other and say, y'all don't take care of shit. You let uh, certain types of people who look like other certain types of people mm-hmm. decide to blame one another versus blaming the person at fault or saying, you know, you're not doing A, B, and C or y'all not voting or y'all care too much about voting or y'all keep killing each other or y'all ain't got no morals. Like, that's that's not that's not the problem. The call is not coming from inside the house, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, so when people get to fighting amongst each other, about bullshit like that, it's always like, but no, that's not the issue, mm-hmm. though, right? Like, that's not, that's, we are not each other's enemy. Mm. That that happens in all communities. Everything you're arguing about happens everywhere. Why is it singling out us this way? And it's like you said, somewhere in the middle of it's gone too far. Mm-hmm. And who is it in service of? And the people it is in service of say, well, it's gone this far. Let it go to shit. We'll just take it. Mm. That's what it feels like. I don't know shit about shit, but. That's yeah. what it reads like to me. That's what it reads like to me too. Um, yeah, it, you know, it puts a lot of burden on the community to organize, which you know I know that can only go but so far. But it just seems like it, it, you know, there's a lot of faith that gets put into these these systems of voting, and you know, we got to find a better person to you know, to lead this establishment, to lead this particular corporation mm-hmm. of whatever the city is. And we've just seen time and time again that this is not the answer. I mean, when you look at the line of, when you look at the line of mayors that, that, you know, Baltimore has had, I mean, they've, they've had a, it's a blue city. <laughs> you know, they've had a lot, they've had a lot of black mayors, women, men, you know, white men, it's like they they've had like the gambit of mayors, right? Mm-hmm. So and and in the little bit of research I did is like a lot of them are democratic, you know. And and you know we there's a heavy push in saying that like you know liberal is you know the way liberal liberals think is better for people, right? Like that just seems to be the brand. Like liberals are for the people, and conservatives are for the rich people. You know what I'm saying? That that almost seems to be the brand of both parties, to my understanding of them. I'm not really, you know, I don't identify with either one. Just kind of look at a, you know, a specific. I'm for I am I'm for the people. I don't believe that the liberals speak to the people. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. You know, they it doesn't seem like their approach is really for the people. Um, so it, yeah, man, I it, I don't know that that's going down a, a, a deeper rabbit hole, but this is. It's the things that I think when I'm watching this is like, because I, I, I really, it's hard for me. It's easy for me to call these people bad guys. And I think in saying that, I don't think anybody would, I don't think anybody would challenge that. They're like, these cops are fucking, these cops are idiots, especially the G monies, right? The G monies, the Rayums, the fucking, the Wayne Jenkins, the Allers. You know, the guys that are directly involved with this particular fucking unit. Right. Right. It, it, these guys are fucking filthy criminals. I don't think anybody would challenge that. But I also don't think that that label gives gives us anything to to build off of. Right. Like, like the information 
just in saying that it gives you no information to build from, right? Like you almost have to like, and this is my line of thinking, you don't have to do anything, but like you almost have to just understand what got them there in order to really catch a bigger fish, put their ass to sleep too. But you ha- it's like understanding what it is that got him. Instead of dismissing it as like, these guys are just fucking hard-nosed criminals. Lock them up. It's like, no, 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 no. Ask bigger questions because maybe those are clues to how to actually sift the water. You know, that's just my line of thinking. But that could be very idealistic maybe or like naive even. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know, man. Like if I sat in that seat, I just wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to fix it. I just wouldn't know how to fix it. But uh, clearly, you got to pay the people more. <laughs> you know, you got to pay, pe- you know, livable wages. It starts there, and I, and I think that that circles over, right? Like you, when you talk about crime rates, the answer, the overarching answer to most crime, mm-hmm. is not policing, right? Because we know the police don't prevent crime; they intervene, right? Um. But like you just said, why is a crime being committed? Most often because people can't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. People don't. Drug dealing isn't doesn't look fun. <laughs> no. It looks lucrative sometimes. Right. Right. So that's what it's in service of. It's not in service of this is so much fun. I love this shit. It's no, I feel really secure. My family's taken care of. Right. So I think that when we talk about crime rates of, of any sort in any community of in any job, mm-hmm. the first thing you should probably look at is, OK, how are people living? Mm-hmm. Like, why Why do they have to steal? Mm-hmm. Why do they have to stay outside all night and watch their homes? Mm-hmm. Why are these things happening? And I think starting there, you you got to start at the beginning. When you get to the end, you stop. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. that That's the question I always go to, you know, um, spe- you know, especially now. Like, I think, you know, early on, early 20s you know, teens, I didn't really take that much stuff into consideration. It was like, damn, this nigga wildin', you know. But you you start to realize that everybody is a human being, even like the most like sinister of person is a human being. And there's a story in there that that will that will help you to understand. And sometimes it's not poverty. You know, like like uh, you know, shout out to young money Yon, man. You know, me and me and Yon have had many a conversations. And um specifically stuff about like Berkeley you know, in, in Norfolk. And, um, and he was just helping me under, he was helping me understand the history of Berkeley and the history of a lot of the niggas that do, you know, a lot of niggas that's, that, that do flagrant shit in Berkeley. And he was just like, yo, a lot of times it don't even be the niggas that grew up in squalor. It'd be the niggas who came from good families that's trying to prove themselves to niggas who's really broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who niggas who really don't got it because they, the thing that they're looking for is acceptance. It's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not like necessity. It's the necessity they need is to be accepted by people who need necessities. Yeah. You know, and and to me, that's a whole like, you know, there's a that's that's a real thing, right? Like, like at what point G Money looks like he's not hurting for bread, right? Especially when he pull up on Suter and he talking and he sounded like a criminal. He talking like a criminal, right? I don't I don't look at his situation like he need money. Right he'd already now. been stealing by then though. Right. Right. So, but, but like, at what point is it enough for a nigga like him? You see what I'm saying? I think it's not enough when you're not securing it. Mm. If you're stealing, like you don't know when you, you need to stack a bit. 
Mm. You go hard and you get out. Mm-hmm. You go hard to get to a goal, you get out. Or you just greedy motherfucking, you ain't got no goal. Yeah. And they clearly don't. They was stealing bust down Rolexes and shit. Right. Throwing $20 bills on strippers. Like, you you stealing this. This is not consistent income. Right. You should do something. <laughs> like, Have we seen any examples of niggas who set a goal, did it, and then stopped doing it after they got the goal? Do, do we in have real any? life or like on TV? A little bit of both. I think I know one person in real life. Who's that? I mean, well, what? <laughs> right, right. What? Wow. Okay. My bad. My bad. I didn't know if in real life you meant like somebody that he'd done a documentary no, about. No, like in real like, life. Like in your real life. Got it. Got it. I guess, okay. You know what? There's probably more, though. There's probably more people like that than not. Yeah, their stories aren't exciting. Well, so that they don't get told. There you go. Well, they don't get caught. So they, so it don't get told. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not exciting. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. It's interesting. I think that's probably more common than we think. Yeah, it's got to be. It's we just don't be. know because we're not supposed to know. And we're not supposed to know, right? Because we know about the motherfuckers who get caught. That's that's why we know about this, right? Right. Because eight niggas or however many people went down for this. So that's why we know about this. Um, They bought in the rap music. They did. They bought in the rap Herschel music. made a song. Also, well, yeah, go ahead. But Herschel made, made what, Young Moose. Young Moose. <laughs> You know how I knew a, a white person wrote this episode? Because Young Moose. That didn't tip me off, but that's a good one. When Shorty said, whose flow is this? That too. <laughs> when she said, whose flow is this? White girl. I was like, nobody speaks like that. Nobody. No, 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 nobody talks like that. It's nobody like when, asked that it's question. It's like when the white intern on Twitter starts tweeting and what they think is AAVE. <laughs> And it's like, what? During the Met Gala, someone said something like, it's giving he's taking his jacket off. And I was like, what does that? It's giving he's taking his jacket off? With a picture of a guy taking off his jacket. Or what, You think they were saying that and like, it's giving. They didn't know what they didn't know what they were saying. They just knew niggas be saying it's giving. So this oh, white wow. publication said, it's giving he's taking his jacket. That's, that's not a word for observation. Like, that's yeah. not what that, yeah. Wow. But yeah, whose flow is this gave me very much it's giving. It's giving jacket off. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that was that was wild. But so we're this this is what like the third show that has like introduced rap in the form of like an omniscient standpoint of what's happening in the community. I, Snowfall this and I'm I, I feel like there was a third one I just can't think of. I mean, of it I right feel like now. BMF kind of that's the whole thing of Right, that the okay. show's about, but right. Well, the story, not the show, that we, not the current show, but yeah. Right. Well, it makes me wonder, man. Are are is there is there some push from up on high to like to really understand sort of this language? They send right? niggas to jail over rap lyrics, absolutely. Yeah, but is is there a okay? So is that what this is in service of? Of just like showing us that hip hop cop like that like the hip hop police is real. Of course. Of Niggas course. getting grabbed at festivals. Y'all still performing at Rolling Loud, and that's crazy to me. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, like, but there are indictments where lyrics are brought up. Yeah, that's crazy. There, I have no proof of this, but it just kind of makes sense. Probably a whole task force that's dedicated to listening to rap music. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that, that has to be a thing. Yeah, I think, I think it's already proved. I th- and I feel like it started with, with, Biggie and Pop dying. I think that task force actually started then. Was NWA before or after that? Um, that was NWA was before then. Yeah, I feel like them and Ice T probably. 
They might, have, they, they might have got the ball rolling on that. Yeah, yeah you 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 probably right on that. You probably right on that. Um, yeah, it definitely seems like the hip hop cops is in full effect. I, I I do like that they are pointing that out because, um, I do like that they're pointing out that 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 people put it in the music because even what what he was saying with context to who Herschel Herschel is. It's pertinent. It's, it's like, oh it's, wait, what? Right. It don't feel like no. It, you know, that's what I be wanting out of like the the rap that I listen to. If it's gonna be, you know, like have some context to reality. So, you know, don't just be talking about fairy tale stuff unless you're talking about it from a certain perspective of like how to understand it in that way. But like when when it's like fairy tales and it's flaunt, that that kind of ain't really my jam. Mm-hmm. But I I like utility in my rap music to where it's like okay. See dirty cops. See, see somebody, somebody, somebody is talking about it in a way that where somebody can listen to this and potentially make a change, you know, which is what this character, you know, the Nicole character is obviously trying to do. She seems to be like the audience surrogate in this whole thing, where it's like she's asking questions that seem like listeners who are not familiar with this territory would ask. Yeah, to to gather certain certain amount of information. Um. But yeah, it's, I think it's just real interesting that a lot of that these shows are starting to acknowledge that that like sometimes the, the rap that happens, the you know the music that you hear is in direct reflection of what's actually happening in the neighborhood, and that's a thing that I don't think people that are not connected to the culture understand that. I think they do understand that there's not connected to the culture, right? Because one of the pillars of a culture is their music. Okay, I think that. People love to mm. pretend that being black in America is not culturally different. Right. I so get what you're saying. they think that, well, it's just music. No, yeah. this is culturally our music, right. right? It's like when you go to Vienna and you hear a waltz, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, niggas in America, black mm-hmm. people, hip hop is a language of ours. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. We have several of them, but hip hop is one that we use too. It's an oration. It's the, it is our, I forget the word for it, but, um, uh, Oral history. There's another like word. Griot, like griots that tell oral history. Yeah, like that's that's what that is. Mm-hmm. It's it's canonizing our stories. Mm-hmm. It's not just some shit you like to hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the part that I don't think they totally they totally they choose to not. They don't want to accept that because it it feels exclusionary to them. Mm-hmm. They know it. Mm-hmm. That's why they sound stupid when they repeat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. To accept that means they can't profit off of it. It means they can't feel themselves or see themselves in it. Mm. So they can't do that because then you wouldn't have the several white rappers, not going to name any, mm-hmm. who are here, you know, as more than guests. Or you wouldn't have the white executives, you know, they wouldn't feel as at home. Mm-hmm. So, no, it it can't be just ours. It can't be culturally sensitive. It, it's just music. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's the part to me that's got to change is who's financing this stuff. You know, and, and, and I think, you know, those conversations, it becomes one and the same when you start talking about, you know, who's green lighting, who's green lighting cops becoming criminals in the street. It's high politics, right? They're green lighting it to a certain degree. Then when you talk, when you talk about like hip hop culture, you know, gangster rap or whatever, you're like, who's financing it, right? Because that determines what kind of message you get as well. You know, people are being paid for specific types of messages, um, you know. And, and the, I, both of those conversations are one and the same. And for me, it all it just points back to like the, the structure of capitalism, man. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm a, I'm anti-capitalist, but 
It definitely. I'm one of those people that's a thousand percent see the flaws in it, you know, participate in it because you got to live. But it's, it, the shit just, it shit just is set up to your point, you know, the all cops are bad point. Just seems like the shit is just set up to be war on the streets, you know, war on the, the it, and the more that it happens on the bottom level where people don't understand each other and talk, the better it is for the people up top because if they actually got on the same page and realized that they were being, you know, both sides were being incentivized to be against each other, then they would spend more time figuring out how to get certain people out of power, you know, like, like, you know, that, you know, that's my, that's, that's my understanding of life. But anyway, that's going down a deep path. I, I mean, a dark path, not a deep path. Cause I don't think that's really that deep, but, um, what what do we think that this this homicide that like Sean Souter is investigating is this does this have anything to do you think one of these dirty cops had something to do with this no i think the service of that story is to show us about when Sean Souter was a dirty cop oh talk to me how you how you arrive there um the conversation with G money in the beginning okay Saying how, you know, ain't no money over there. As if he had made the money before working with him in mm-hmm. plain clothes. Okay. Just little stuff like that. Mm. When, how Sean kind of looked like, shut the fuck up when he was talking. Right. Like he looked nervous, like don't say too much. Right. Uh, it described like, their relationship to the other partner as, yeah, we used to work together in plain clothes as well. Mm. Didn't share too much more about it. Didn't complain. Didn't agree. Didn't disagree. Just kind of wanted it to drop. To dismiss it. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what's funny? Because I, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. So when he started talking to the dude with the Impala SS, mm-hmm. the the way that conversation ended, I was like, damn, did this dude have an encounter with Suter when he was on the streets? And like, Suter doesn't remember this Maybe. guy? Because that's how it almost felt. Like, I don't fuck with you, but there's like a there's like a genuine sense of I don't remember you. Or that feeds into the cop who was talking to Nicole's point. Okay. I remember what another cop did to me. Mm. So, you cool, but Mm -hmm. stay over there. But stay over there. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I don't trust you. I don't trust none of y'all. Some of y'all do do be seeming nice, and then. So, no, I'm good. Right. I hear you. And and you feel like you're trying to be cool, but. Right. I don't know. Mm. That's how I read that. uh, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's a far stretch. I think there's something to that. Uh, it, I do, I do, I do wonder, um, uh, I do, it does make me wonder how bad was Suter, you know what I'm saying? If that's the case, like, was he like really balls in with like this? And then if so, what got him out of that department? Maybe he's the person who had an end goal. Okay. Um, or maybe he just, it wasn't for him. Maybe he saw it, didn't do it long. And it was like, wow, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Cause again, he could be someone who. Wanted to be a cop and had these goals and wanted to make a difference. Yeah. And he realized, okay, I can't change it, so I'm going to leave it. Yeah. I can't make them do any different, but I'm not going to tell. So I'm going to just dip. I just can't be a part of it. Mm. And they did They did let us know that he had five kids, so that would be probably motivation. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. also motivation to not be a piece of shit, too. Right. Yeah. So, so that kind of works on both sides. Um. Yeah, I, I, I hope at some point they do kind of get into Sean Suter's story a little bit, because he definitely seems like there's there's a lot more than meets the eye with him. And just a sidebar, I love how they tell time in the show mm-hmm. by the activity logs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I like that so much. But like, oh, that's so cool to me how 
it's not just a time jump. You know exactly what day and what's happening, the time that's passed. Mm-hmm. With that specifically, I thought it was really cool. But they only do that shit for Jenkins, though. That's the part that's is confusing me. Why I think this on? is Jenkins' story. Really? I do. I think the story is about Jenkins. Okay. So and it's about all the things that happened around to make this a thing. But I think this story is going to revolve. Or is, isn't the book about Jenkins? I, that I don't know. Okay, it's, yeah. it's possible. I mean, I, the the way I hear it, it seems like the book is just about this specific period in time of this specific department. Um, I don't know if Jenkins is the figurehead, but maybe maybe it turns into that. Maybe it turns into like he's the guy who put the th- that. Cause this seems like this doesn't seem like this seems like a department that shows up like and you know, one year just shows up and it's like an experimental department. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we have this specific problem we're trying to solve in the city. And so, then it just last. Yeah. Yeah. So so boom. So let's create this solution to this problem. And then, you know, there's not really a, a time period of when it's gonna stop, but this is y'all's goal is to get these things off the street. I feel like yeah. gun task force are pretty run in the mill though. It really? I feel like it. Okay. You, you, yeah, you would know I, better than me. I feel like it. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like a special department to me. But like a gun trace task force? I don't know if the word trace is important to the task force. It almost seems like it, because I feel you, because we've got DEA, you know, there's DEA agents. Yeah. There's ATF agents, right? There's, it's everywhere. There's going to be narcotics everywhere. It's going to be a homicide everywhere. Right. I imagine in every larger city, there's a gun task force of some sort right by some name right the the, the trace does make it a little unique for me but you, you're, you're probably right to they might have degree. added that because maybe it became a thing of we got to find out where they're coming from right. you but you're at I'm a saying? port so that probably is with the inception yeah yeah and uh, then and then and then when a department like that gets created who's really like who's commissioning that and like what's the real point right like to get a competitor off the streets or you know, like at what at what high level? <sighs> Shit is wicked. Shit is wicked. Um uh Purse gonna beat up Nicole. You think so? Something gonna happen. He gonna cross the line. Purcell he he stood tall though. He gonna cross the line. Yeah. He gonna do something that's gonna get his ass in trouble. Yeah. And I feel like she's provoking him and I don't hate it. Mm. So what you go over there for? I, I was a little scared for her in this particular in that particular scene when she went to go see him. Because you're in a really white bar, and that white bar with, and that white boy with a parrot nose. <laughs> it's something about white men with parrot noses. Like, with parrot nose. They make you, they that make nose you... means something. That real ro- Romanian nose. Right. That lets you know exactly how deep the racism runs. So you're in like <laughs> this white ass bar with this white ass man. His last name is Herschel. Right. And then he called you ma'am. Yeah. Ain't nothing good ever happened after a white man calls you ma'am. Mm. It's just not ideal. Yeah. It's like gal. I get real upset. And that's becoming a thing again. Gal? Yeah, I want y'all to stop. Okay. And maybe that's like just in different regions. But in the South, please don't call no black girl you see in the South gal. We're going to be real offended. Uh. Like that's, don't don't say that. I ain't, I ain't know that was a. They're trying to restart that. Interesting. They trying to restart that. That okay. got racist undertones, guys. I know that maybe different regions it meet, but don't do that here. Mm. Don't don't bring your ass, you know, over here saying gal. I'm not hip. You put me on. Yeah, it's weird. You put me on right now. Um so we talked about the three ways that cops get paid basically to get to the money. Overtime, 
padding the 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 court docket and then taking it out of the criminal's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, padding the court docket even feeds into overtime, though. Yeah, yeah, basically, but it's just a, a different type of hustle with that. Yeah. Um. Wh- <sighs> okay, black. Let's talk about black for a second. Black was cooperating way too way too easy for me. Black? Yeah, the dude um the dude who they whose house they kicked in. Oh, Anderson. Yeah, yeah, Anderson. Yeah, my bad. He cooperated way too easy for me. Cuz niggas be scared, dog. Don't yeah. nobody want to go to jail? Yeah. Niggas want to drive BMWs and go to Vegas on a whim. Right. They ain't trying to go to jail. Mm. And the feds it, these this is not Baltimore City talking to you. These are the fed of fucking rallies. Well, he's no, nah, he's talking to the feds. See, I thought he was talking to only county because he was county talking to- County came with the feds, remember? That white woman is from the mm, feds. Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, I guess you got to cooperate, and, man. Yeah, you done skipped past the city. Yeah. And you know them niggas is cricket. He said something, though, that made me kind of th- think about something we talked about in episode one, which is that he no longer works with, mm-hmm. with Brill. We, so, we, so we were right on that. And we talked about- G Money being that connection of how he got off and their friendship kind of being at the inception of this whole thing. Uh, uh, who, Black and G Money's relationship? No. Shropshire. Uh, Shropshire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, dog, G Money got to be the dumbest fucking criminal cop on planet Earth, man. I don't even I don't know who I'm talking to. After you just called the nigga, bro? What? And then told him to FaceTime you and then you called him back and said that. Okay, did any part of you think that he was like trying to like do reverse psychology to find out who was on him? Nah. It was he was just being dumb, right? Yeah, I just think him okay. and Shropshire are stupid. They're stupid. Because like New McNulty said, why wouldn't you just FaceTime him to begin with? Yo, fam. You're, you sell drugs. Why are you on the phone? Right. Even if you don't think you're being listened to, you should probably always move like you are because you're not moving like a little bit of weed. That's it, bro. Like you're moving very large amounts of hair on. Period. You should be on FaceTime a lot. Uh, all the time. Most of the time. Man. And, and so that Fed dropped it, or whoever that was, dropped a big jewel on him and said that like, yo, the criminals got to be perfect 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. We only have to get lucky one time. And they did. They got, they got lucky before, yo, before the ink on the, the okay to get up on a a tap on them niggas even dried, friend. Like yeah. the same day they got the they got the yes, they got the conversation. And Shrops are just stupid. I'm gonna put on another car. What? That's not. How do you think tracing works? Do you think that it's just like a little light that blink, and we just follow you? That like you gotta be no. I have all of this listed in a log everywhere you went, Slim. Like when you stopped, how long you stopped, like what was around when you stopped, like. This I nigga. Don't, this nigga found a high-profile tracker and thought the first thing to do was get on the phone and call the cop, the crooked cop, and say, yo, do you know anything about this tracker? Wait. If they tracking your car, nigga. You, it's fair to assume. <laughs> that they tracking your phone, bro. Yeah, these criminals got to get smart. I was so wrong. Episode one, I was like, man, you know, these police getting smarter. Criminals got to get smarter. Nah, it, sound, it looked like they might be getting dumber. The police just is dumb now. Oh, yeah, talk to me. No, I'm just saying in general, like, because, again, if you're going to do bad things, you should be good at, like, getting away with it. Uh-huh. Oh, you're talking about the tracker? Yeah, the tracker. Even just, like, beating up people on the street, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's. Again, I don't think that you should, but yeah. 
you got to be better than that. Yeah. Like, it's 80, y'all, and you said that he was walking around loitering. Yeah. That's not going to... That's, that's crazy. That's going to be difficult for you. Yeah. Like, if you just want to beat a nigga up, y'all need to take turns. Hunt these niggas like the purge. That's really what we on. But y'all just sappy and showing out and having a dick swinging contest. Yeah. Same thing with stupid criminals. Like, what you doing? Like, why would you? Yeah. Like, why did you drive your BMW to the airport and just park it in, like, short-term parking? Yeah. You about to go buy drugs. You shouldn't do that. What do I know? I yeah. work in project management. I don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Well, clearly, you know enough to you know enough to be a kingpin if Shropshire is running Baltimore. If he can do it, yeah, shit. For sure. And, and if this is based on a real nigga, I hope this nigga never hear this. And I hope he's not as stupid as this show is portraying him to be. But if he is- If you can do it, I can all, do it. God almighty. <laughs> You deserve to be where you at, Playboy. Listen, because if it's cops and robbers, you get you gave them you gave them the codes. Dog, yeah, y'all ain't even speaking codes. Y'all ain't have no kind of language to talk on the phone. So I found this thing. You know what it is? And then said, "I'm at the shop." Like, uh, yeah. So you will not call a tracker a tracker, but let me know exactly what we're talking about, where you found it, what it was on, and what you're gonna do with it. Right. Just as dumb as you are, ugly. Uh, like, golly, um. Yeah, man. I just don't. I, I see why this is a six part series, though, because the because everybody is stupid and it's not going to take long. To catch yeah, up. I was hoping there'd be a lot of story, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, everybody's I'm like, yeah, dumb. okay, let's wrap this up. Like, it's it's still good though. Like it, I'm enjoying it, it. It's not like I'm not hoping for it to end. I'm not struggling through it, but right. I'm glad they're being concise. Yeah, I, and, and 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 you know, with it being a real story, I, I guess that makes perfect sense because there's only but so much embellishing you can do. If you're trying to tell, I would imagine you make a show like this to te- to to you open up people's eyes. Want to keep the integrity eyes. of the story, yeah. yeah. And 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 you're doing it because you want to open up people's eyes to what is actually, ha- you know, because there's certain people in the world that feel like without seeing something like this and seeing the proof that bad cops don't exist. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people that that are constantly like, oh, like what did they do to provoke them, or you know, like cops ain't, you know. So I guess you got to kind of show niggas in 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 reality that like yo most cops of those is, people's minds can't be changed. Though. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine the show wouldn't do that. I mean, and they can see it in real life, and I've. Yeah. I don't understand that portion of it. I don't understand like where the portion of it where like um where like you siding with law enforcement. What do you think that like that? makes you obsolete from the madness you know what i'm saying like um, like that's a weird concept to me in my experience with talking to people like that it normally is because they subscribe to the core of policing and the authority uh-huh. that it yields yeah um and this absolute authority uh-huh. and it's not that they think that again this is just in my experience with in the conversations i've had it's not that they think that agreeing with the police absolves them uh-huh. They agree with the idea that the police have to uphold. Mm. So they don't care about being absolved because it's never going to affect them. Mm. They agree that the right aid is more important than you. Mm. And if that's what's being done, I am making sure that you die before this right aid gets burned down. Mm-hmm. The right aid is more important to them too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, how dare you interfere with its authority because they have the same authority, right? Like if you watch a cop talk to, have you seen that skit where that guy goes to a police station and is like questioning a cop and accusing him of being like a drug addict at work? Oh shit, no. Like I mean, in the I mean, cop's face, like 
like nose to nose with the cop, like yelling and screaming at him. Okay. Clearly a white man, right? Like, right. It's stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, they don't, of course that's wrong. It, it's working as it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. So of course they don't have an issue with it. Mm. So when you, when you go outside of how it should work to them, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to change their mind, showing them what they know happens. They know this happens. They're not stupid. Mm -hmm. They disagree. Mm. For the, and again, and this is in my experience, I'm sure there are people who are super naive and grew up, you know, in some small town where there's three cops and he's donuts in the morning, right? And, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they see this and go, oh my God, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, people do know. Mm. They don't care. Yeah. The yeah. internet exists. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I don't know. Probably before, it's weird, man, because like before... um. I feel so bad because I can't remember this brother's name, man. But uh, but it's it's not it, it's only because like my brain is fucking stupid. Um, the brother who died in Minneapolis, George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that happened with I'll George say which Floyd, one? right, right, that part. Um, it seemed like George Floyd woke a lot of people up, right? Mm-hmm. Like th- th- that's how it seemed, mm-hmm. right? You know. I, I try to take people at their word, man. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's probably like a big flaw of mine is that like if if somebody tells me they legitimately didn't know something, I'm gonna be like, okay, you, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna go to, uh, you know, you're being that fucking diabolic, right? I don't, and I don't even know that's being diabolical. I think that again, a lot of money was lost after George Floyd. Okay. Uh, we were in the house. Yeah ways of life were affected. Right. Right. Like white folks, kids started going outside carrying on. Mm-hmm. So it affected different people in in ways that it normally didn't. Mm-hmm. And so sure, I guess that can be counted as them waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it changed their attitude. I think it became a, okay, the nigga's about to make us broke if we don't respond. It became, yeah. we have to deal with this. We can't, we can't push to the side no more. On a on a certain level, I, I I definitely agree with what you're saying. I guess I'm speaking more about citizens, like on a citizen level. When you looked at me like, too, who, okay, interesting. Because I like I don't see I don't look at all like the marches and things that were happening. When you look at who was in those marches, right? Because mm-hmm. it was it was a high white population of people that were in those marches, right? Uh huh. They were the ops. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but but um. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really unpacked that, but I guess I have to believe that like in order for you to get out there and to march for a cause that you quote unquote believe in, you ha- you have to be moved to that sort of action for a specific thing, right? Yeah. Like you know, nobody's just out there just because it's a Saturday night. Some people maybe, maybe, but in you know, by and large and in mass the way that it was, it had to be because some some people's spirit were Awaken in that way where I heard about this, but I never knew that this actually happened. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know if we, if we're talking, I mean, you know, there's millions of millions of people in the world, billions of people in the world. So there has to be some sort of population of people, like you said, small town America that maybe didn't realize that this exists on that level. I just don't think my life experience and just the way that I grew up, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's right to say that this the the things I experienced and my mindset about it 
the conversation you're having is important. I'm not the person supposed to have it. Yeah. Cause sure, there are people who, oh my God, I didn't know until. Yeah. But I shouldn't be talking to them. Is all. It's probably why I feel so like, eh, no, nah, it's right there. Your phone's in your hand all day. How you don't know? But yeah. of course, there are people who didn't know or who didn't understand the magnitude or yeah. or what have you. I'm just not the resource they should be sent to. Uh, I guess it's, <laughs> it's more fair in this conversation. Right, right. That now that part makes sense. Um, that part makes sense. But yeah, I can see a show like this speaking to those people. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying to the people that didn't know the George Floyd's in the world. The George Floyd's of the world that that actually happened. You know, the people that still think that damn Trayvon shouldn't have been wearing a hoodie, you know, um, you, you know, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but anyway, I mean, you know, I, I don't want. I feel like I put a whole dark cloud over this whole episode. But but this show is this show is bringing that that part of it out of me. You know, um, not I'm not a super ultra activist by any means, but I do like to try to understand. I have a very big interest in the psychology of capitalism because like it affects every one of us in some sort of a way. And because I have to live amongst people that some people that are agnostic to capitalism and some people that that's their religion, because I have to live amongst them. It's like, I need to understand the people that I'm living amongst and what actually motivates you. Mm -hmm. So I have a big interest. And then partly being a filmmaker too, I have a big interest in, in understanding everybody's side, not, I know, I know where I stand with a lot. Of, like these are some fuck niggas, bro. Like these cops are some fuck niggas. Period. There's nothing you can say to me that makes me change my brain about that. Right? Like that's how I feel about them. But then there's a whole nother part of me that just wants to understand how fuck niggas like this exist within the same community that I live in, because that is the in my small brain, that is the only way to truly fight against it is if you understand your opponent. You know, if you understand these people that that hold precedence over your life because of policies and law. I mean, we're in the midst of what's what could potentially happen with this Roe v. Wade situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I quote unquote don't have a dog in the race, but I have a daughter. I have, you know, women in my life that I love and by no means should fucking policy be over any of it but policy is over all of us so i want to understand these motherfucking people that make these policies because it's it's because to me to me there's no purpose in just saying they're evil people we know that right but even evil has a battery you know evil has an engine evil has a compass and i think that understanding that there is there is some sort of strategy in there to win a war if you understand what truly makes evil people tick. And you know, that's that's where I'm at in my life. It's like I, I just I want to fucking I want to be evil from the inside out. And I don't I don't think you know, it's not a one person job. It's a it's a it's a systemic job of people that w- want to corrupt, you know, want to fight it from the inside out. And um and I'm I'm just trying to connect with people that are on that fucking wavelength, man, because some somebody's got to be held accountable somewhere, man. Heads got to roll, the tide has to change, and all that other shit, you know, all that other cool crusader shit mm-hmm. has got to change. But so yeah, man. Anyway, that's what this show does for me. It's just like, oh, why are y'all trying to make me understand these motherfuckers, man? But I get it, I get it. That's what good art is supposed to do, um, because some people just genuinely don't don't understand what the machine looks like. Yeah, and, I guess. Uh, 
So anyway, that's that on that. This don't feel like a fun episode six. We didn't really talk about the show. Okay. We, okay. Okay. Well, let's, I'm, no, let's talk no. about some show. Let's talk it's about some been, show. No, we has gone now. Well, like, is there any, cause I mean, we did cover a lot, but is there anything specific in this, in this episode that we didn't cover that is worth talking about? Um, no, I think the points that stuck out to me, um, Nicole and Herschel have met. Mm-hmm. Good. I think that's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see what Marlo did. Like, who was he before he became Sean Suter yeah. in Homicide? And like you said, how did he get over there? Mm-hmm. And how does he end up? T- I feel like he's tied into this Jenkins, G-Money, and, and Jamel story somehow. He's got to be. So I'm interested to see that play out. Yeah. Um, I want to see more of New McNulty. Yeah. And I feel like we will. I feel like they're going to, I feel like the next episode, the stories are going to start to weave together more okay. tightly. Good. Probably as part of that homicide, right? Because they talked about it being uh, drug dealers going through his backyard. No, that's a grudge. Okay, well, if that's a grudge and Anderson walked away, we found out Shropshire is going back and forth to get work and now he knows he's being traced. Like, so. Right. It's interesting to see how they're all going to fall into place. Mm. Hersel's also stealing. We found that out. And he's known for it. So. Yeah. He's notorious. Is, is he part of Jenkins' operation, right? Like I think so. I so. think he's part part of that 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 gun that gun task trace task force as yeah. well. Yeah, that was a good point. Um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of loose ends, and, and clearly, obviously, all these stories do gel somewhere together. So I'm with you, man. I want to see what the I want to see what the anchor. Well, obviously, Wayne Jenkins is the anchor for. Or they're making it seem he's the anchor for this department. But how did, you know, did he handpick his men? You know, did he, because, so like Rayum's story, basically he fucked up in the department he was in. There was, there was, he was kind of in the same situation that, what's the guy, Lorende, mm-hmm. where it's Lerande, like, yeah. Lorande, where it's like, they took you off your job, but you were paid. Mm-hmm. And then when they bought you back, they bought you back to a, a even more corrupt situation. It's kind of like Australia, right? It's a debtor's prison. Mm. All of y'all ain't shit, so let's put all the ancient people over here together. Right. At least we can watch y'all there. Jeez. And we'll put you in narcotics where we don't like these motherfuckers anyway. Who cares about the drug dealers? Right. I don't care about fixing what's wrong with them. Let's just get them off the street. So we don't care how you behave here. Right. We don't care if you steal from a criminal, quote unquote. Mm, There could be something to that, too. Because he was making it a point to say IAD was dumb. They didn't... I didn't care. Not they were down. Right. They didn't yeah. pull phone records. They didn't. they didn't care. You was working in narcotics. Jeez, bro. Like, this shit is, this shit is wicked, bro. There's money and seizing money from criminals. That's that for sure. economies. But, but see, but none of, it seems like none of this stuff is making it back. It's not kicking up, right? It's, it's being distributed amongst the streets. We haven't or, seen it yet. Oh, and we we're only seeing up. Jamel's story. Right. We, we didn't see how much money. For Wayne, for Jenkins to be able to take the amount of money he was taking, you got to pay somebody. If if your sergeant is in on it, yeah, you're making payments. Right, you kicking up. Yeah, you got to kicking up. And the you party. can't just steal. You there sometimes you do have to, and put it in evidence locker. Yeah. So mm. there has to be rotation of some sort. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be interesting to see where how far these these kickups are going. Like it's a port city. You got big time drug dealers there. Yeah. You you can't take a million two million dollars. You can take some of it, but you can't take all that. Right. Like. Take all of it. Yeah. See, I would imagine that like 
they gonna fuck around and rob the wrong person. Right? That too? Like, like yeah. you know, you rob the wrong person. And maybe, you know what? That's probably what the opening scene was about. If they found like a, because there was a bunch of, uh, not the opening scene, but the opening bust from episode one. Oh, yeah. Because whoever whoever they busted in and found, or whatever they found, I think that was attached to a very big situation. Mm-hmm. So like in those kind of situations, if you steal money from a big situation. You got to explain it. Well, not just that. That money is tied to re-up, is tied to orders. So money's going to get missing in the streets. Somebody come looking for it. Right. Bodies going to start popping up. Like the guy at the fence. There you go. Oh, so now, now, okay. Okay, so that's the tie-in is that like, Maybe what they're doing exacerbated crime even more. Like it did the it did the exact opposite. And not even that. I think there are people who are part of the drug game who don't sell drugs. Yeah. Right? Like they really do run like enterprises. Mm-hmm. So maybe now he didn't do something he was supposed to do because of that. Like I don't I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> right. But but it could be it could be related in that way. He could have been a courier. He could have been, you know, an errand runner. He could have been a lot of things. Mm-hmm. That is fucked up and you know something or I think you know something or you should know something and you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. More to be revealed, man. Yeah. More to be revealed there. Um, uh, is is Ray on my blood? I don't know. I only got that vibe because when they showed, the, I guess when they showed, remember when they busted that guy, took his 11000 out of the book bag. He said he was using that to refinance his house or whatever, uh-huh. refine money. When he rolled up on the scene, he was like, "What's up, blood?" And he was wearing the uh, the Cincinnati Reds hat, all black Cincinnati Reds hat. So I was like, "Oh, let me find out this Jamel Ram dude is a blood." Oh, I don't know, but I didn't notice know, that. Yeah, that was just one of the little small details. It's probably not probably not something that they're gonna really sit on. But uh, I thought you might have caught that. Mm-mm. <sighs> yeah, man. Uh, the 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 dude Quinn was talking. The Asian, you know, the Asian police. Was talking and then Willis, you know the, uh, he was talking to Nicole still. Every, everybody's talking. To, I mean, Nicole still has some informants. When when she was talking to the Willis guy, he said something very interesting because she was like, you know, you got all these bad cops, you know, all you know, and all of these bad cops are affecting the street. That has to be hard on real police work because nobody will talk to you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, shit, not just that. But it starts fucking with juries too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because everybody inherently feels like police are bad, and and she was like, um, she says uh, he said because uh, you know because they look at it like we lie now. She was like, y'all do lie now. He was like, we do lie now. I'm like, nigga, this shit ain't just start in 2015. Y'all niggas been lying, dog. Like y'all niggas, this shit been going on, man. Y'all y'all need to look at it in, into Los Angeles. Ma'am, it's it's by design. Yeah. It's, it's not broken. <laughs> yeah, it's not broken. That's that part. It's not broken. It's not broken. But yeah, man. So Fucking God bless. Marlo. Huh? Fucking Marlo. Fucking Marlo. God bless, man. I I hope I hope people find an answer to to something. Cause uh it, it seems like it's starting to get out of control now. Uh even more than it has been. I'll say starting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the the distribution of incidences via social media, man, just is really just you know exponentializing things. I think. Um. Anyway, uh, anything else we didn't cover in this episode? I think we got it. But yeah, I think we covered most everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it does, it, and it does seem like that they are doing a different interrogation for every episode. So I wonder who's going to be next. So they did. Because I'm sure Jenkins is toward the end. He's got to be. I want to see Allers next. Okay. I want IUD to bring him in. Dog. Allers is now DEA? Yeah, I want to, I want IUD to bring him in. That shit. Even crazy. just for conversation, even if it's not like him getting arrested, but right. I want his perspective. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I mean, who else is We so talked to G-Money, Allers. Yeah. So that's four. Allers, we got to talk to Hersel probably. It might not be an interrogation, but Hersel, uh, right. in conversation with Right. And Suter at some point. And Suter. Does that is that is that our six episodes right there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because there's no other like cops on the forefront. And then I wonder if they ever gonna talk to Shropshire too. You know, does Shropshire kind of give up the big boss? Right? Like, I think so. Yeah. I think he sings. Yeah. He's got to, man. He too he I mean, he too dumb to get away with it. So he gonna have to sing. Yeah. He gonna have to sing. I'm trying, I'm really, I'm trying my hardest not to research what actually happened. Do you find yourself doing that or do, is, do you not even think about it? I don't think about that. Okay. I just enjoy the show for what it is. Yeah. See, and that's why I don't want to research because I, because once I know, there's kind of yeah. no point of watching it. Yeah. You know, so, so anyway, so we're probably talking about things that some of these listeners already know, but uh, yeah, man, that's that on that, man. Um, We Own This City, episode two. We'll be back for episode three next week. I guess in the meantime, uh, fuck with us on our socials, man. What's our social six? On Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. And Mm -hmm. on Twitter, we are Grams of Snow. Yeah, man. And listen, jump into the offer, man. Go ahead and fuck with your Paramount Plus. The offer is great. And we're we're having dual conversations. So make sure that, you know, you hit that subscribe and you keep up with the releases. Because we're doing, you know, an episode and then like three days later will be another episode. So don't. Don't let them get lost in the sauce, man. Fuck with the offer. It's a little bit more fun conversation over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, man. Until next time, man. Don't don't talk to these fucking crooked ass cops, dog, because they they will use it against you. <laughs> Bye, friends. This has been an on ear network production.